Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here's Tim Fitzgerald, GoPowerCat.com. All we want is Fitz. Hello, Fitz. How are you? What a nice song to lead into me. <laughs> it really is, isn't Christmas it? Is Can't get enough. <laughs> Man, that's like uh, a human form of a lump of coal. <laughs> All right, let's cut the niceties here. I am uh, worn out from K-State Twitter. I don't know how I got all this stuff. I don't know why I'm seeing it. Uh, I, I can't, I, I'm growing to hate Twitter more and more every day. Um, it's, what, what are your thoughts? I know you're right in the middle of this stuff. You're, you're, a, you're, you're a journalist. You're covering it. You're writing about the situation with Coach Tang and, and uh, the, the, the situation with uh, Tomlin and everything that's gone on, but it, it seems, it seems like K-State nation is having a bit of a meltdown. Am I misreading? No, I mean, the, the first meltdown was obvious. I mean, that was, you know, what the actual news that was going on. And then somehow after my segment, um, last week on the morning show with the other fellows, I think it was that segment, they asked me about the chances of him staying and or leaving, and I said, you know, 95% he's leaving. That's just what I think right now. Uh, and I was told I stated the fact that he was leaving. I'm not sure how you do that when you don't say actually he's leaving. Um, but, yeah, there was some, I'm just going to say it, some really weird reactions from that. Um, you know, like I, I was creating all this controversy, and uh, this isn't really going on. Uh, just some really odd stuff, but uh, – yeah, I still feel like, you know, probably the chances are he's leaving. You know, he says all the right things. Uh, but, again, I just finished up my YouTube show, The Insiders, and Glenn Kenley from Topeka TV said he put the clip up about Naquan or about Jerome Tang's future from the Friday press conference, and he immediately had two quote tweets. See, he's staying. Oh, he's going. I mean, you, it was one of those great Bill Snyder answers. You could take out, out of it whatever you wanted to glean. Uh, and uh, he was pretty not definitive about it, but uh, I, I think he will be staying. I think you, I think he'll probably be going, but I'm hoping he's staying. So you think there's a better chance that he'll stay than you uh, did pre, than you did a few yeah, days? Yeah, probably. Ago. I mean, you know, and that's why I try to tell people: look, this was just my Snapchat at Snapchat at a Thursday morning, in you know, when I hadn't talked to him in you know, a while because they were headed to Louisiana. They'd had their home game and, you know, I, it, 
I, I think probably that was a little high, but I still fear he's going to leave when it's all said and done. And the only reason I uh, am really worried about it is I've already had Louisville media call me about Jerome Tang. Uh, they're coming after him. Uh, that It's no secret in Louisville who their number one choice is to replace Kenny Payne, um, nor is it any secret that Kenny Payne isn't going to survive the season because he's an awful basketball coach. Um, but, you know, Louisville's one of those programs that, uh, basketball's their identity, even though they went to the ACC football championship this year and pretty good. Basketball is their sport, and they can't stand being mediocre in it. They're going to go get the best coach available, and they feel like uh, you know Jerome Tang's their guy. And I think they felt that way before all this nonsense started. So we'll see. It's just one of those things you you, you won't know anything about it until the end of the season whether he's going to stay or go. Man, it's weird because. Jerome Tang has said, you know, if God tells me to stay, I'll stay. If God tells me to leave, I'll leave. I mean, how much, I don't know how to like frame that as a question, but it's, if it's that, um, if, if the, if he's not like in personally in control of his decision, can't, uh, can it sort of be worked out or, I mean, what, how do you view all of, all of that as far as just Tang's mindset about things? Well, I, you know, I, I think he, you know, credits for God putting on his heart what he needs to do. But I think uh, we also recognize that, you know, him trusting his gut. I need to stay. I need to go. Um, and having a bad relationship with your ultimate boss, who, you know, you could tell later in that press conference how bitter he was. It, not bitter. How, uh, you know, it was still bugging him uh, because, uh when asked about trying to replace Naquan, they're going to start looking for someone that can at least come in and practice and, and help them get better for next year, and then they can play next year. And he said, but I don't think we're going to find these 6'10 guys that can play all five spots on the floor and are probably going to be NBA-ready by the end of the season. I don't think any of those are left in the portal. The only one that was went to Memphis from here. So I think he's, you know, he's still bugged by it. Why wouldn't you be? I mean, your your job as a coach is to win games, and uh, your job as a coach is to mentor and, and bring a, bring along young people. And and he was attempting to do that, and then he couldn't. So uh, I I really have stopped talking about this a lot simply because, I look, it's been resolved. And, you know, the Naquan Thomas part of this story is, is done. Uh, so we'll see if, uh, if there's more to it later on down the road. Tim Fitzgerald, GoPowerCat.com. <clears throat> K-Staters also a little bit bummed about the football transfer portal, maybe more than a little bit. Again, I'm going off my Twitter feed, which is probably the worst thing to go off. Uh, but how concerned do you feel like Kansas State should be about the transfer portal, their NIL situation? Are these things that can get rectified, in your opinion, uh, adequately to keep maybe this from the flood of uh, transfers from happening. What's your thought on that? Well, outside of a couple guys, I don't think anything's really surprising. Even Will Howard wasn't surprising. We all knew he wouldn't be back, whether that was going to be going to the NFL or the portal. Um, you know, everyone knew the writing was on the wall that Avery Johnson was going to be the quarterback next year. And now we're hearing Will Howard might end up at USC. That might be where he's headed. And, and uh, that is bolstered by the fact now that, their Avery Johnson, the five-star freshman quarterback they had um, that a lot of people assumed to be the guy just hit the portal. So um, I think that's might be where he ends up. But the one that really hurt me was Kobe Savage. I mean, this was a captain. This was a guy 
uh, who you know just was a really good locker room guy and and felt like you know he was a team leader. So it's it's not just losing a good safety; it's losing a a good leader. But it looks like he's going to end up at Oregon, so I'm sure his NIL will be increased. And, um, but that's just the way it is now, and you know, they're already working on safeties. Uh, they were before. Uh, they just got a commitment from a defensive end out of the FCS level, Austin P. And um, you know they're they're going to plug those holes as best they can. They're active in the portal, and they're they're doing a pretty good job finding guys that will help them next season. Outside of, uh, I'm going to ask a basketball question. Outside of the fact that it's a an interstate matchup and it and it looks nice on paper, is there anything attractive about Wichita State and Kansas State on Thursday? How good of a matchup do you think that is? Wichita State is seemingly taking a bit of a t- step forward. K State is taking a step back. So, how do you look at that matchup? Well, I, I first of all, I love it that they're playing, and I credit Bruce Weber for. You know, finally giving in on the K-State side and deciding to play this. This should never have been not played. Uh, Wichita State should be playing both schools in state, um, and it just hasn't happened. Uh, so uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I was looking forward to it uh, more before I saw yesterday's version of Kansas State basketball, which was atrocious, losing at home to Nebraska and scoring 12 points in the second half, missing – uh, they missed as many three-pointers in the second half as they scored points. They missed 12. Um, it was just dreadful, but it wasn't the bad shooting. It, we've all covered basketball. We, sometimes teams shoot like crap. That just happens. It was kind of getting beat in everything else. They got out-rebounded. They got out-hustled. Uh, as Jerome Tang said in postgame, they just kicked their ass. And, and, you know, what can you say about that? It, that's exactly what happened. They, they wanted it more, and that's something that K-State better solve or it will happen to Wichita State. And um, I know Wichita State is kind of on the uptick a little bit, but I, I think K-State fans are waiting, holding judgment uh, to hit the panic button until after Thursday to see how this game comes out, to see if this was a one-game aberration of playing that poorly or if it's going to be something they have to deal with on and off all year. So I want to get back to football with you and talk about I, – I presume you've seen Chip Kelly's uh, video where he yeah. talked about – his thoughts on how college football should operate. I uh, was in 98% agreement. I, I just thought it was brilliant. And, uh, you know, kind of letting football be its own thing at the collegiate level and not, uh, not making the other sports kind of uh, follow along. Uh, what are your thoughts on Chip Kelly's thoughts? You know, I loved it. Um, and I'm not a relegation guy. I hate that model. But this model makes it seem to work better where, you you know, how do you relegate part of a conference and then not the whole, you know, it just didn't ever make sense to me how that would work. Well, he's proposing uh, there are no conference affiliations for football. It's its own thing. And then you can go back to your regional, you know, alignments for every other sport if you want to, uh, which makes a lot of sense. But, you know, you'll have 64 teams and the upper level of, college football everyone else would be you know like the lower classes of of football and um that, you know, he didn't really spell out how to do it but eventually teams will move down and teams will move up and uh, they're going to be scheduling within their regions and then playing games outside of their region uh but you know the basically like the nfl the office will do the scheduling uh, they'll tell you who you're playing i that's i really liked it and i'm not i've never wanted relegation in any form but it gives programs access up 
if they're good enough, and it moved down schools that just frankly shouldn't be there. Um, but somehow, if you know, had years of affiliation with the Big Ten or the SEC or whomever, and they just get grandfathered in because they're part of that club, uh, when we know, for the most part, a football program at Vanderbilt doesn't belong in that upper stratosphere of conference. I loved it. I, I'm going to explore it some more, and I've got a, a subscriber sending me some really interesting information about how, how it could work, and it's, it's fascinating to me. What, what do you think the chances are that it begins a, uh, a discourse, uh, a serious look at uh, college athletics and especially college football, or will it just get swept under the rug and we'll just go on as life as usual? Uh, I, I would say that the biggest impediment to getting something done will be the TV networks. I, mean, they, I don't think ESPN wants to give up its hold on the SEC and um, or excuse me, yeah, on the SEC and the other networks on the Big Ten, and um, that'll be the the biggest barrier. But um, I'm I'm fired up about it. I think it's a great idea, and you know maybe you know with that kind of get rid of the bowls and just do. I thought they should be doing regionalized, you know, like postseason games for the teams that don't make the playoff. You might be have four days in a row in Orlando or something, and uh, you know four days in a row in Houston or what? However it would work and of different games that we'll just have blocks of football for for a week or two. And I, I like that idea too. Well, I get TV's uh, power here, but I, I almost hope that college football uses its power. And if you force it, uh, what's what's ESPN going to do? They're going to go for programming. Yep. That's my thought. Yep, right. We'll, we'll yep, certainly continue to talk more. Fitz, always a pleasure. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thanks, boys. Good to hear from you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.